0: Do you wonder if others are dealing with the same project management challenges as you? Not sure where to turn for guidance and leadership? Office Hours are in session as we discuss project management and PMOs with global leaders, hearing their story and learning their secrets to success. Our goal is to empower you and help you elevate your PMO and project management career to new heights. Welcome back to Project Management Office Hours with your host, PMO Joe.
1: Welcome, everyone, to Project Management Office Hours. We're the number one live project management radio show in the U.S., broadcasting to you from the Phoenix Business Radio X studios in Tempe, Arizona. I'm your host, PMO Joe. And for the next hour, we'll be talking project management and also veteran support as we have a special show today. We're going to be uh, talking with a leadership team at PMI and all of the support they're doing with veterans, and we're going to tie in some VPMMA references. Of course, as you all know, I'm a proud supporter of VPMMA. We're getting closer to Veterans Day, and as we um, start thinking about how to honor veterans, VPMMA is conducting our fall fundraiser this year, which is going to be a virtual run-walk event. You can go out to our website, thevpmma.org and that'll link you out to the RunWalk fundraiser. So if you want to support a runner or walker, or if you want to run walk yourself, uh, or if you want to be a sponsor, we would love to have you come out and support us. Also, we are going to be honoring each of the military branches during that week. So we'll have a day focused on Marines and Army and Air Force, et cetera. And on Sunday, November 8th, will be a day honoring project management and veterans, and that's why we have the PMI team here today. Uh, so we'll have a message out from Sunil Prashara that day, president of PMI. We also have a, a message from Judy Emless from IIL and some others. So it's going to be a fun week-long event for VPMMA. and uh, we hope all of you will come out and support us. Also want to uh, remind everybody to head out to projectmanagementofficehours.com to see all of our upcoming episodes and listen to all of our past guests. So with all of that out of the way today, I want to say welcome and thank you to Brantley Underhill, Carrie Brooks, and Al Kelvey. Welcome, everybody, for joining. Thanks, Joe. Thanks,
2: Joe.
1: I want to give each of you a chance to introduce yourselves. Uh, Brantley, if you could take a moment to say hello to everybody and let everybody know a little bit about you.
0: Sure, thank you, Joe. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to speak with you and thank you so much to all of our military and veterans who serve our country every single day. We're in awe of you and, and very grateful for what you do. Uh, as Joe said, uh, my name is Brantley Underhill. I am the managing director of the Project Management Institute for the region of North America which uh, consists of U.S., Canada, Jamaica, Bahamas, a few other Caribbean and other Pacific islands. And uh, I also have the pleasure of wearing a double hat. And that means that I also am the director of our global chapters and volunteers for the institute. So uh, PMI celebrated its 50th anniversary last year. Many of you probably recognize our new brand, built on the the project economy, uh, serving those who identify as project managers, who say, hey, this is my career, but also for uh, people who work on projects that serve the crucial roles in project teams that help make organizations successful. Uh, I've been with the Institute for over 20 years. I've really grown up with PMI. Uh, The organization is really amazing because when I started, we had about 30,000 members. And today, PMI has over 600,000 members worldwide. And our flagship credential, the the PMP, has over 1 million credential holders worldwide. So uh, we are really proud as an organization to set the global standards and certifications for the profession. And also within this region to really offer opportunity to our military veterans. So thank you again.
1: Yes, uh, thanks for being with us. And hopefully you get to travel to all of those locations you get to support as well, right? That's a a nice opportunity. Uh, Carrie, welcome as well. If you could take a moment to uh, introduce yourself.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for having us. Um, My name is Carrie Brooks. I am a product manager at the Project Management Institute. I've been with PMI cumulatively about 13 years, and I've been in multiple different roles at PMI. And uh, my my primary function is really to build new tools and resources and programs to support uh, those in the profession who consider themselves project managers. Um, I'm also the co-lead under Brantley's team uh, for PMI's military initiative, and really excited to be here today to talk a bit more about what we're doing in this realm to support our military personnel, military spouses, and their families in general.
1: And uh, my first introduction to you, Carrie, was uh, Montel Williams Lifetime Network did a show Uh, that had featured PMI and their involvement helping veterans with project management. And our co-founder for VPMMA, uh, Doc Eric Wright, was on that show as as well as you. So it was nice to see uh, PMI and VPMMA together once before on a uh, a larger. Pl- I mean, this is a great platform, of course, but uh, we're not quite Montel Williams in the Lifetime Network. Uh, so thanks for joining <laughs> us, Carrie. Appreciate everything you're doing. Uh, And Al, if you could take a moment to say hello and and introduce yourself to everyone.
2: Joe, my name's Al Calvi. And um, uh, similar to Brantley, I'm doing a a dual role. Uh, I am a volunteer with PMI. So uh, I'm currently serving in the uh, North America uh, Military Liaison Champion. And what I do is I reach out to other chapters, other PMI chapters, to uh, promote their military liaison program that helps uh, military and veterans transition from uh, active duty into civilian life. And in my other volunteer PMI role, uh, a region mentor, which uh, again, I uh, reach out to other uh, PMI chapters in the Southeast and um, we work together on a, uh, on a, uh, on a monthly basis to uh, iron out problems, make their uh, uh, programs uh, beneficial to their memberships in uh, PMI. I'm a uh, military veteran with 30 years. Uh, I've been in the uh, reserves, I've been in the National Guard and I was also uh, active duty. And uh, my, my last assignment was uh, uh, over in support of uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. I also ended my, uh, civilian career, uh, with a, uh, a company, a, a contractor company called CACI and, um, working out of uh, Fort Gordon, Georgia. Um, I am a PMP, a project management professional, and also a Georgia, uh, registered PE. I've got uh, a beautiful wife of 44 years and, uh, two beautiful children, Adam and Andrew. And, uh, they were fully supportive of my journey, both in the uh, military and in the civilian world. So I'm truly blessed uh, not only to be part of your radio show, but also uh, part of the efforts for Brantley and Kerry. And I really want to thank them for making me part of this program. So back to you, Joe.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Al, for your service and uh, for joining us today. It's always great to have a perspective of somebody that's in both roles, right? You're as a veteran, you know what it's uh, about, of course and the skill set that you've uh, gained in the military, going through your training and your service. but also you know what it's like to transition and and to get your PMP and how that can benefit you. So I'm so honored to have all three of you here today. Uh, Brantley, let's start with you and just what's PMI's interest in supporting veterans in, in the. US military? obviously, you gave some great statistics of the growth of PMI over the past several years or decades, actually. Um, how how has the military outreach and veteran services component become important for PMI?
0: Yeah, well, first of all, there is a very high demand for project professionals within our economy. By the uh, year 2028, uh, 2027, there's an estimated 8.8 million people needed to fill this economy in project oriented roles. Uh, So right there, we've seen that number growing year after year, it's not going away. The world is becoming more projectized. Uh, And you'll hear us say that, what does it mean to be projectized? It means that more often, Individuals, organizations are using project to get work done, you know, to achieve their strategic outcomes. So there's a need for qualified professionals. And uh, in our work at the Institute, uh, we see uh, active as well as veteran military uh, having the skill set to be able to fill that need. Um, they work in a variety of roles and experiences in their military careers that, um you know, they work in these dynamic situations. They're used to rank and order. Um, They develop strong leadership skills. We see them possessing these qualities that will help fill this major gap for required project professionals over the next 10 years. And we want to help them do that.
1: Yeah. And I think another thing that kind of surprised me when I first heard the statistics, there's about 240, 250,000, service members transitioning back into the civilian workforce every year. Now, not every one of them are going to be qualified to become a project manager, but once you reach a certain rank, your workload within the military is is really projectized as well. They, they may not use the same terms we're using in the civilian world, but the work is still mission-based, it's still objective-based, organized, uh, and conducted. So, Again, I think it's great that PMI has recognized that and is trying to help educate and introduce those veterans into the project management community with all the work you're doing.
0: Within the U.S., there's a variety of funding sources that are available for U.S. military and veterans. These uh, transition assistance programs or cool programs that military should know that they have access to, or if not, you do have access to them. (laughs) And so this can help someone be able to take a a certification prep course or an actual sit for a certification, and our certifications at PMI qualify for many of those programs.
1: And and Carrie, you had given us um, a long list of uh, your roles and and responsibilities with PMI, but I don't think you had mentioned you're also a military spouse, so you have a a perspective that's uh, perhaps a little bit different than all of us. It, can you share a, a couple of thoughts on what it's like to be a military spouse and and how having to see your, your spouse come through that transition and how that and project management and, and PMI are helping to improve all of that?
0: Absolutely. Yes, I did. I did forget that important role, but um, I married into the military, I guess it's about nine years now. and my husband's entire family is military. Uh, they started Air Force. My husband was there for 13 years on the enlisted side and then moved over to the Army and the officer corps. So um, he he is with the Delaware National Guard, but in an active duty role. So um, I don't necessarily face a lot of the challenges that military other military spouses of active duty uh, folks do. And that is when they PCS are constantly move from duty station to duty station. And one of the challenges that we see a lot of is that military spouses, they have or want careers of their own. And with constantly moving every two to three years, um, it can be a challenge, especially those with licenses. If they move from state to state or if they move overseas, OCONUS, Um, sometimes their their licenses don't transfer with them. And so we really see an opportunity here to help our spouses think of project management as a potential career. One, because it's portable, it's used in multiple industries. And um, two, it keeps them engaged in all different types of projects, depending on what their interests are, where their interests lie just being a military spouse and in and of itself, having to move and organize and plan, those are projects these folks do constantly and on an ongoing basis. And they, they perfect those, those skills as part of that. So um, we really see an opportunity for project management to be that portable career or that portable skill set for our military spouses. They're the force behind the force, so to speak. So um, it's really important for us to be able to serve them as well, and to know that we're here to support them, not just their that not just their military spouses.
1: Yeah, that's uh, we've had uh, Candy Tillman on the show as well, and she's obviously a, a military spouse and helps her husband as he transitioned out into a project management career and. It, it's just a different perspective, right? We, we always hear so much about support our veterans, support our troops, um, but oftentimes that family that's in the background isn't getting the assistance they need. So to, to be able to have an advocate for them is really important. So thank you for representing the, the spouses out there as well and providing and shining the light on what they're going through. Uh, and Al, you're you're uh, out of all of us, right? You're the one that served. You're the veteran. Uh, <laughs> share a little bit with us your experience transitioning out of the military and into civilian life. What was that like?
2: Um, well, thanks, Joe. And um, but I, at first, I wanted to pick up on on something that Carrie said, sure. and um, you know about the military spouses. Um, in in my In in my uh, estimation. The military spouses are the real heroes in this. They really are. Um, you see, as a, as a military guy and even as a, as a combat veteran, you know the hazards you're going to face or you know the hazards that you face on a, on a daily, weekly, and, and, and yearly basis. But see, the spouses don't know. They don't know that. They don't know what you go through every day. And to them, it's just one big deployment. So, um you know, so my wife, Kathy, I, I brand her as the real hero. You know, Joe, when I was over in um, Iraq, I, I was awarded the Bronze Star and um, while I was over there. And when I got off the plane, when I got off that plane and I came down uh, at the, uh, the base and when Kathy uh, saw me for the first time and, in, in, uh, you know, in, in months being away, uh, I had my Bronze Star with me. And I pinned it on her. Mm. I pinned it on her. because She was the one that really deserved it. That's great. Uh, so that was my, my personal experience, you know, being, being deployed um, and, and coming back. But then as I was looking around, uh, I was in the, the uh, Atlanta area. I had just uh, relocated from uh, Rochester. New York, where I worked for a fortune 500 company in, uh, Rochester down in the, uh, local, uh, Atlanta area. My last duty station was, uh, Fort McPherson, Georgia. And I was, um, as a liaison officer down at, um, uh, third army. And, um, so, Hey, I was, uh, I, I was looking for employment and, um, you know uh i figured hey you know i'm a i'm a hot shot military veteran i had an engineering degree i've got uh, uh advanced uh, master's degree i should be able to get a job in a town like atlanta no problem well, the problem was i didn't know anybody down here i did my network was was completely uh dried up here in atlanta so um it took me about six months, six to eight months, to actually build that network and uh, and 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 get employment. And uh, it was a real hairy time because uh, no money was coming in, and uh, and you know bills were still uh, available. So you know it was it was a, a really rough time. And uh, but so when uh, I I uh, did finally end up getting my job in. Uh, augusta georgia at uh, fort gordon that's when i found out about pmi and uh i went ahead and, and registered for a uh a pmp preparation course uh, exam course and uh, that's when i started reaching out with uh pmi and uh boy it's been a great experience uh you know with the, the networking people i've got some of my friends and you know brantley and carrier some of my best friends you know mm-hmm. and so uh You know, it's really been a great experience. Um, A couple other things, and and Bradley was talking about this before, about um, the value that PMI can bring to um, the civilian workforce. You know, when you're getting out, nobody knows what a a operations order is or intelligence preparation of the battlefield, or even what a fire team leader or an operations officer does but they do understand what a project, uh, project management professional does. And they do understand the value of that PMP certification. So uh, that puts your military experience in terms that a civilian employer can understand. And believe me, civilian employers value those um, military traits that uh, many veterans and active duty people come out with. Leadership, communication skills, punctuality, uh, 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 planning, uh, uh, communications, briefing, oral and written communication skills—all those things that military folks possess uh, are directly applicable to uh, project management background. So I know that was kind of a long-winded answer to your question.
1: That they, but, that's uh, all right because it covered it covered all the ground that that people need to hear, right? You know it. it talked about first your support for the spouses and what they need, um, but then also what the experience is like. We've had several veterans on our show as, as we like to feature them throughout the years, and they all have that consistent theme. It's, I wasn't prepared to transition because all I knew was what I had in the military, right? I didn't have to network. I was given a job. I didn't have to build a resume because they, I was given a job. I didn't have to interview because I was given a job, right? They weren't prepared. Um, and, and also you talk about the friendship you have with with uh, Carrie and Brantley. For, for those that are on the radio, you can't see right now. They they say they didn't coordinate this. So I'm not sure. But they're one's wearing red, one's wearing white, and one's wearing blue. So it's the patriotic crew that we have from PMI here today. It's uh, awesome to see. And when we release the video, everybody will get a good view on that. Uh, Let's go back a little bit. We've talked around the subject, but we really haven't talked about PMI's program itself supporting the military. Kerry, what are some of the facets of the PMI military initiative uh, and how is that working?
0: Yeah, so we look at it from multiple different angles. So one of our first key pillars, if you will, um, is really our our chapters. So as a professional association, we have over three hundred chapters around the world. And Brantley, you can correct me one hundred and forty some or so in North America. And you I believe. In the US, thank you. Um, those are our folks. Those are our boots on the ground at the local level. Really, that is the genesis of PMI's program. It started at our chapter level. You know, some of our chapters are physically located near military installations. So, our chapters were doing this um, before we even pulled together a more form- formal program. And uh, there's Two individuals, uh, Jay Hicks and and Sandy Lawrence, who were two of our volunteers that were really vocal about it and doing great work. And they were working within their region, uh, the region Al is uh, supporting. And um, they were really the ones that started and recognized the fact that these individuals in the military have a lot of the skill sets that would make them um, fantastic project managers and to get them to start thinking about a career in project management. So they would go out to the local installations and do lunch and learn sessions just to educate them um, on PMI and project management and what it means and what to start thinking about as part of that career transition. So um, our chapters are a really big piece of this puzzle. Um, secondly We have the organizations, and we have an entire team that's dedicated to managing the relationships with various organizations around the world, many of which are global, uh, Fortune 500 organizations. And a lot of these organizations like um, Amazon and Comcast and Ernst & Young and so forth, they have made a commitment to hiring veterans and spouses. So, we have an opportunity there to plug our military audience into uh, those groups as well as potential opportunities for employment. And then um, we've got partnerships with um, various organizations, um, groups like Vets to PM and VPPMA as well as veteran and military support organizations um, like uh, the Society of American Military Engineers and other groups that we're looking at where it makes sense for us to partner with them. You know, we don't, there's a lot of affinity organizations out there that it makes sense and project management fits in so nicely. So um, we want to see where there's opportunities to leverage the knowledge, research, and resources of these other organizations, and it's something we're continuing to evolve. So um, those are sort of our three pillars of the program and, and how we're trying to pull them together. And our team internally, uh, it's, it's pretty cool because it really, truly is a cross-functional team lift at PMI. We have folks in our academic area that reach out to the local academic institutions and universities. We have our partnerships with Our training partners. We have our team that works directly with our chapters. We have our our account management group that works directly with those organizations that are doing the hiring. We have a government relations team that work directly with DOD uh, agencies. So it's really cool to have this collective group of individuals and how we can support the military through all of these different channels.
1: And VPMMA here locally in Phoenix has partnered with the Phoenix chapter uh, as well as they were getting ready to kick off a mentoring program. And and we said, hey, we're, we're local. Uh, we have a mentoring program. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. How can we work together? Uh, and it's been a great partnership. And uh, as we continue our, our partnership with PMI over the coming years, we look forward to growing that and interacting with all of you because we're all on the same mission, right? It's Um, there are plenty of veterans to go around uh, to get in and utilize the different programs to support them. So it's, for us, it's not a a turf war of, hey, we offer the same thing as you, so do us instead of you. It's, let's find out how to work together. So uh, appreciate all that you're doing within the chapters. And uh, what's interesting is I hear that, right? It makes me think, obviously PMI has a commitment and you're hearing it maybe at the, the local level, but uh, Brantley at the at the kind of the headquarters level right within PMI is it within the DNA of PMI to support veterans or is this a uh, a journey that PMI is on kind of within the membership where, where is where is the passion for supporting veterans exist within PMI.
0: Yes, and yes. You know, at, at PMI, we really do try to support anyone that works on projects. Our core aud- audience is the person that is the project manager, you know, the person that says, "This is I'm going to be a project manager. This is the profession I'm in, or that I'm starting. PMI is going to be my career partner uh, along this journey." And then there's all these other supporting roles in a project. You know, there's there's one project manager, right? But then you, you have scrum masters, you have product owners, you have the business financial person, you have the business analyst. All of these people are instrumental to the success of the project. So uh, as our strategy evolves at PMI, it is expanding to wrap our hands around that whole career journey. We'll use the term five to 75, You know, people that are that age range. Yes, we do. We are looking to serve those that are on the younger age. We just came out with a new certification called Project Management Ready, which is intended for high school students so that they can learn the basics of project management. Of course, there's a certified associate in project management, the CAPM, which is now a renewable certification. Um, Most people know us for the PMP. You know, they might know PMP before they know PMI. You know with over a million credential holders worldwide and one of our uh, key partners in all of this is pearson view pearson view is our test delivery center so when you're taking a pmp exam you know or any one of our exams you're doing that through pearson view and pearson view actually has access to military bases u.s military bases so any u.s military base in the world you know seoul korea guam wherever it is our US military personnel can sit for a PMI exam on that military base. Of course, right now, you know, there's some restrictions in place due to COVID, but uh, our partnership with Pearson VUE is really instrumental in all of this. Um, And so you will continue to see us grow and serve all the different facets of someone's career um, through, through those age ranges and depending on what part of the project that they work on. Um, One other thing I wanted to mention is that one of PMI's core values is volunteerism and that core value says that PMI staff and volunteer partnerships are the most effective way to accomplish our work. And we're demonstrating that right here, right, with Al because we couldn't do on the professional staff what happens out there without people like Al, Sandy, Jay. You know all of these volunteers who actually make PMI local, they bring the face to PMI across this global organization. So we invest a lot in that particular core value. We do a lot of leadership development training for our volunteers. I think that that's one of the, the best parts about PMI is this volunteer community. The community is great, but if you're looking to do a little bit more, uh, volunteering and giving back, the volunteers tell us all the time they get so much more out of it than what they put into it.
1: And we've been fortunate on this show to interact with PMI as well. Rich Sierra uh, Hampton-Simmons was on talking about the PMP changes that are coming up. Um, and we had Cindy Dionisio and Mike Griffiths talking about the new PIMBok that's coming out. Uh, we've had some of the chapter representatives on as well. And, and what I enjoy is that Um, You know, people in the industry talk about the 800-pound gorilla, right, PMI, and how it's trying to control everything. But over the last couple of years, I think what we've noticed is that PMI is now reacting to the industry and the the economy to make changes to be more a partner. So everything that you just mentioned, Brantley, I've seen it firsthand uh, on the show as a consultant, as a leader in the PM industry. So I know it's really appreciated uh, to see, you know, just changing the the PMBOK, right? I mean, from a, to a more principled based uh, approach is going to be a drastic change in our industry. And of course, the supporting PMP testing after that will be changed as well. So it, it's, it's great to see, it's great to have you involved in the show and supporting veterans. So thank you so much for all of that. And Al, touching a little bit on what Brantley said, she had talked about you know, maybe the PMP is more their first introduction to PMI, and you mentioned when you were talking earlier how you ended up getting your PMP exam. How was that certification helpful for your professional career as a transitioning veteran?
2: Well, well, thanks, Joe, you know, and, and the th- three things that you get out of out of PMI as an organization, okay, is um, one, you get the knowledge. so. You know, knowledge of the PMBOK, knowledge of the uh, the uh, specific tools that a project manager would need, like project scheduling, like Gantt charts, like resourcing, you know, like all of those formal tools that uh, uh, PMI that's that's in the uh, the PMBOK um, you can use, and and that is very attractive to an employer. Second, and you've heard us talk about this, is in, in the networking. Um, the network. When I was at the chapter level, I was networked with companies all across the Augusta area, and now in my uh, uh, region mentor role, I'm networked with folks all around the world. I've got friends in, in India, uh, Lebanon, Italy, Norway. You know, so uh, and and we converse on a on a regular basis uh, virtually, and uh, so the the networking is uh, is a valuable part. But the third part, maybe the most important is the mentoring that you get. I was mentored by a number of uh, project managers as I was coming out. And uh, um, it it was I really found it valuable, not only the mentoring, but also the mentoring of other others that are uh, that are transitioning as well. But uh, one thing I wanted to pick up on and Carrie and Brantley both mentioned their names is uh, when when i was at the chapter level um i based my military liaison program uh, on the efforts that sandy lawrence and jay hicks uh, did while they were down at the uh, tampa bay chapter and uh, i'm telling you these two are valuable resources uh jay and sandy uh Jay both uh, concurrently they have written books on uh transitioning uh active duty military people that are going out into the civilian world. And and Jay's got a series of books. And uh he's got one coming out called the Transitioning Military Veteran. And and I, I just gotta share a portion of this with you. Jay has developed a thing called the periodic table. <laughs> Of military transitioning. This is unbelievable. And he based it on ready for you, you CNGS graduates, Met-TC. Okay, and, and you go from transition activities and each one of these squares, each one of the periodic tables, is a is a thing that you gotta deal with as far as the market, as far as the environment, as far as your own professional traits. Uh, as far as the tools that you have available to you, uh, the civilian network and your development. And each one of these periodic tables is, uh, these elements in the periodic table is explained in his book. Um, It's not out yet. It's not out yet. But uh, I think uh, Jay and Sandy is going to be publishing it uh, early uh, next year so uh be be advised of that, but, like Brantley was saying, uh p m i has partnered with some s- terrific civilian organizations, and you'll find there's a whole network
1: oh we, uh, al oh Al froze up for a second he's back and and with the, within VPMMA, we're we see that same partnership uh across the board that's important as well, right Arizona State University has partnered with us i i l uh, has been a fantastic partner. every online conference that IIL offers, they provide free access to those uh, for VPMMA members, right? So it's it's an incredible savings that they do. Um, and then we've had Freeport McMoran Mining. We've had Sensei Project Solutions and others that are out there supporting, right? Because just as you know, right, when you're volunteering time, you need support of others to help make this all happen. Uh, so those partnerships are, are tremendously important. Going back a little bit to what you talked touched on there, first of all, Ally, I, I want a copy of that periodic table. That was awesome. Uh, that, that's a great resource.
2: I gotta, I, I gotta ask Jay about that because it, it, it's uh, it may be copyrighted. He he might. I'll try to get you a copy of the book, there, Joe.
1: That's right. We'll give him credit. It's it's it is. It's not ours. It's just a great resource. But Carrie, what are if we think about the chap you introduced? Right, a lot of different people that are involved. What what does it look like, right? If, if I'm a veteran um, or a military spouse and I want to reach out to PMI to get support to try to pursue a project management career, what does that look like? What are some of the details behind that?
0: Sure. So I'd say um, as far as some steps. So we actually have a, a service. We call it our military concierge service. And that means you'll get directly connected with someone within PMI who will be able to um, explain some of the initial steps you might want to consider um, as part of that. And we, we do try to encourage um, individuals to, of course, become members and take a look at certification to see if they think it's going to help them in their career, which we believe it does. But um, our first step is really to try and get them connected with the local chapters. So we, we find out where they're located. And particularly if the chapter has a military liaison role that takes on different titles within the chapter, but this role of that person that these folks can reach out to, because that's where I think it's the beginning of a beautiful relationship. And, their military liaison within the chapter can open up the whole wide world of PMI. So that, that networking, that community piece that I was just talking about and Brantley mentioned because um, you know, these individuals, their spouses, they find other spouses and the folks in the military, they have their battle buddies and the groups that they're, they're used to working with, but they're, you know, when they come out and it's time to transition, and a spouse is also transitioning too in a way, but there's this new brotherhood or sisterhood within our local chapters. And that's where they can start finding individuals like themselves who have been there and done that and transitioned hopefully successfully. And these folks, this this opportunity for mentoring can help these individuals do the same thing. And they have access to lots of different resources. That the chapter has professional development, um, certification, um, information, getting connected with our ATP partners for training purposes, and just that ongoing opportunity to meet other folks with in the profession. So um, we encourage individuals, um, both spouses and those um, still in the military, to start doing their exploration earlier on, you know, at least, a year out from transitioning, because it's going to come up before you know it. And we don't want to hear more stories of folks who come out and they don't know what to do. They don't have that network. They don't know what their next steps are. So we're really trying to encourage those individuals, you know, at least a year out as you're thinking about transitioning, start doing some exploratory research you know, find your local chapter, give us a call, send us an email. We'll get you connected with the local chapter, try out a chapter meeting, see what it's all about and get connected with folks that'll point you in the right direction. So I'd say those are some of the first steps. And, um, I don't know if Brantley or Al have, uh, any additions to that coming out. Well,
2: no, uh, Carrie's absolutely right. And, um, there has been a lot of statistical data, um, uh, taken about, and, and I can't stress how important it is to that six months to a year out starting to think about and, and look at the things you need to do to transition from an active duty to a military situation. Um, I mentor, uh, uh a number of folks and, uh, um, and, and, and that's 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 the key thing. And, and these people are smart enough to say, hey, I know I need to do something uh, that will make me uh, more attractive and, and more recognizable to uh, potential civilian companies. And uh, like Kerry was saying, involvement in a chapter, uh, getting to pal up and, and battle buddy with a with a, uh, a PMI member. Uh, starting to understand the the nuances of of certifications and and, and what you need to do, it, it, that that that's very important, and, and it helps you you know with the with your study efforts, your preparations efforts, and uh, again in your your networking efforts as well.
1: Yeah, and I think that what's also interesting you, you had touched on um, both Carrie and Al. We had Craig Jones on our show, I think it was last year, and Craig's a Purple Heart uh, Marine Corps veteran, and uh, he's also vice president now at VPM MMA. And his message was that the day you enter the service is the day you should start thinking about what you're going to do when you leave the service. And the military hasn't quite gotten there yet to support those troops, right? So you mentioned six months to a year when you need to start thinking about that in the TAP uh, facilities on base are there to help. So as you transition, you know, you're serving, but you're preparing to transition. And and the message Craig had for everybody is take the training you get in the military, utilize it to the best of your advantage because it's probably better than any college degree you're ever going to get. And it's going to prepare you to be a leader better than any pre-employment uh, training you're going to get. But you have to be able to then use it the right way. And, you know, having a concierge service, right, that PMI offers is an amazing tool available to people that not everyone has uh, at our disposal. So it's great to be able to have those sorts of services to be able to get out there. Uh, To add on to that, right, Al has signed up to be a mentor within VPMMA. So you can't, it's not an either or, right? You don't have to be a a mentor within PMI, right? I've been a mentor within PMI uh, in the Atlanta chapter. Uh, and you can also be a mentor within VPMMA, right? You can you can find the time to do both, right? That's what I love about uh, these partnerships and working together. Brantley, you know, one thing we, we hadn't really talked about, and I'm interested in to get your perspective on it. So if I catch you off guard, I apologize. But I'm a civilian, right? And I didn't serve. I didn't have direct family members who served. But I get so much in return from this service working to support the veterans now, what has it been like for you uh, to support programs and veterans uh, through PMI? Has it, how has it impacted you personally?
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of. Uh... An experience I've gotten is through our chapters because I've worked very closely with our chapters for many years and our chapters are really this amazing amalgamation of personalities and backgrounds and experiences so you, you if you're a member of PMI you can join a PMI chapter we encourage people to do so. Why would you want to join a chapter? Well, it's really where the networking component is. That's the number one rated value of our chapters is the networking. Even in this time of COVID, our chapters are still providing networking opportunities virtually. So if you're someone who isn't really sure about going to a face-to-face meeting, there's still virtual ways to do that. Um, you know, in our um our the the US military and and, and veterans, like they're unemployment rate is usually twice the rate of the normal unemployment rate. Um, So we find military veterans are often unemployed or underemployed. And even just giving back in a volunteer role is something that is very good mentally, mental health wise, physical health wise. Um, You're hearing that now during COVID times, like how to take care of ourselves and stay mentally well, being of service and giving back is one way to do that. So we've seen pretty strong volunteerism in our chapters. And when I see a military personnel take a leadership role, it's almost like immediately this, uh, this cachet of leadership comes out amongst the team. There's order, there's discipline. Um, and we at PMI talk a lot about power skills, power skills are communication, collaboration, innovation, and empathy. And when you're working with people from diverse backgrounds and industries and experiences, we have to be able to be willing to put ourselves in their shoes and experience what they're experiencing. So I find like these really great relationships start to develop over time amongst the volunteer corps. Like Al said, he's got friends all over the world. And I know when he's not in that volunteer role, those volunteer relationships don't go away. The friendships don't go away. They're there for life. And that's what PMI really builds. So whenever someone's in a termed volunteer role, they never really go away after that. They continue to grow the community uh, locally. They stay involved in their local chapters. and. because of their knowledge and experience, they're often getting tapped on the shoulder. Like, hey, I saw you did this, or um, I watched your journey. I want to learn from you. How did you do it? You can always find people who are like you in these local chapters. And so taking advantage of the networking time is, is key. And it's something that I've really appreciated watching on the sidelines and being an enabler to our chapters and our volunteers to help them make that happen and, and be welcoming and, and empathetic to the community and wrapping their arms around them.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, we're close to Luke Air Force Base here in Phoenix. And uh, it's, it's not uncommon to be at a chapter meeting when we used to have meetings in person um, and see somebody in uniform at one of those meetings, right? And uh, I know for me personally, when you see that, just the sense of pride and, and patriotism that comes over, knowing that people, the profession I'm in, we welcome people in uniform, right? And that's not always the case in every profession. So uh, PMI enables that, right? And, and I hope all of you uh, can appreciate, sometimes when you're in the forest, you don't see the trees, right? And I hope all of you can appreciate the, the work that you're doing and the service you are providing. Uh, because it does make a difference. And I talked to enough people that can that can vouch for that, right? It, it You are making a difference. Um, Carrie, what, from your perspective, how to, should service members start thinking about project management, right? I mean, Al had touched on it. I had mentioned it a little bit more. But how do they do that right i mean sometimes are how would how do they know right how, what does pmi do from an outreach perspective or how can you start getting communication out to active duty members
0: yeah so i think again a big piece of that um is our local chapters but and we're looking at other opportunities to to get the the word out so we're we're always looking for different ways but um i think one of the 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 big ways that we could help, um, you know, is in the translation of skills and helping those individuals, every industry, including and companies and stuff, PMI included, we have our own acronyms, just like the military does. And so I think one of the first ways um, is to really help our, our military personnel, get them connected with the mentors that you've been talking about, our local chapters, right? So that they can start getting the help that they need in translating their skill set. That's one of the biggest challenges. Um, we, you know, we have individuals, especially if they're considering pursuing a certification, On the application, we ask about your experience. And that tends to be a roadblock uh, for folks just getting started. So we're really trying to look at how we can leverage our volunteers and our mentors and the networks that we have all around the world to help with translation and being able to help these individuals talk about what they did here in the military and what that means in the civilian world. And I think that's one of the the biggest areas where we can make a difference moving forward is to help these individuals and translate it. Because we know a a lot of them, not everybody, like you said, not everybody's qualified um, to sit for the PMP necessarily or wants to become a project manager. But just in the fact of being able to tell them, look, everybody does projects. We all do. You do. I do. Brantley, Al, we all do in the military or not. So what does that mean in in civilians speak in in that language and starting to help them do that. But through our relationships with our partnering organizations and through our chapters, really putting the resources into their hands so that they can help spread the message as well. It's, It's a force multiplier. And uh, I think that's really important to, to be able to leverage the relationships we have, right? It's not always what you know, it's who you know. So how can we enable that um, through our program, get the resources, get these programs and services, uh, generate that awareness and get these things in these individuals hands. So like I said, early on, start thinking, if you're thinking about your transition, you know, start early but also want to emphasize too, because just like I said, everybody does projects in one way or another, that um, the skill set is just as important in your current role. So even if you plan to be career military, um, if you're going to be in for another two to three years, you're doing another tour, you know, these skills are going to help you um, in in doing your day-to-day job. So I think that's important to, to remember as well. And we want to enable everybody across the spectrum in that regard.
1: You know, earlier this year, Arizona State put on their first project management summit uh, and they reached out to the community. It wasn't just for the the college, right? It was, uh, they're very prominent here in, in Phoenix, so they put that on. And they uh, graciously allowed VP MMA to co-host that event with them, right? So it was bringing together um, veteran services and higher ed within the local community. So as all of you have been talking, in the back of my mind, Brainstorming sessions have been going out, uh, going on, and I think uh, just as there's the global congress and PMO symposium, maybe maybe we should start planning the first uh, project management vet symposium where we get all of these services together in a virtual or uh, in person event. So let's talk after the show about maybe that idea.
2: Hey, hey Joe, uh, I think I know a PMM uh, VPPMMA member that might be able to help you out with that.
1: Oh yeah. He might be on the show right now. <laughs> uh, kind of one, we're getting close to the hour. Time flies uh, when we're having fun, right? Uh, I kind of, one last question I had for Al. For the veteran that's listening or active duty, he's listening and they're like, I don't, I don't know about mentoring. That, that doesn't seem like uh, something I'd be interested in. What is, what is mentoring? right what does that look like for for the veteran um as well as for the mentor
2: okay well well I'm, I'm that's a good question and i and i will wrap this up quick i won't i won't try to be too verbose uh, <laughs> but um one one thing that pmi and the military has in common is professional development okay that is something that is is really uh, really key as we as we move forward, and um, you know if you can term it in, in in terms of professional development, and just think of your transition from the military to the civilian sector as just a section of your professional development. Officers have professional development programs, NCOs have uh, professional development programs, uh, on the basis and i have gone to numerous numerous uh, units that has an odp or ncodp program and just talk about uh, pmi and talk about uh you know opportunities uh within pmi and in a project management career so as as uh you know veterans that are out there uh listening i i would just say if you can get on PMI.org, that is a fantastic resource, Uh, and and it talks about membership, it talks about certification, and can answer all of your questions, so I I think that's a really good resource uh, for for veterans and and transitioning uh, military personnel to to look at.
1: Well, thank you all so much uh, for joining me today. It's been really informative for me, and hopefully our listeners as well. And I think that the key takeaway for me from all of this is that PMI cares, PMI has resources available to support veterans, and PMI has volunteers that are actively engaged who have been on both sides of, of the fence, right? You've in our military and now you're serving as a volunteer to support the military. And um, my hat's off to all of you. Uh, If we could, I'll just give each of you a moment to be able to let our listeners know how they can get in touch with you or if there's any uh, information that they can go out to, such as the website that Al provided. Uh, Brantley, any last items to share and how can folks uh, connect with you? Yeah,
0: Al mentioned the PMI website. We actually have a microsite dedicated to military, so pmi.org slash military, and that will land you on a site that gives you resources from PMI, Uh, You'll see that military makeover show with Montel and Carrie posted there with our special guest, Eric Dockwright. And if you want to reach me, you can find me on LinkedIn, Brantley with two E's, uh, under help. Thank Thank you.
1: Thanks so much. And Carrie, how about you?
0: Yep. Um, same same sources that Al and Brantley have uh, given you, but check out our military microsite. And as I mentioned, uh, we have that military concierge. So for those listening and they just want to get started or have a few questions, you can email us at military at PMI.org. I can also be found uh, on LinkedIn or at carrie.brooks at PMI.org.
1: Thanks so much, Carrie. And Al, how about you?
2: Uh, same, um, resources. I'm also on LinkedIn. You can find me, uh, Aldo Calvi. Um, um and I, I generally check it, uh, numerous times. And, uh, the only, the other thing I would, uh, uh, ask people to do is reach out to your local chapter. If you can find on, on uh, PMI.org where your local PMI chapter is, reach out to them and, and uh, you know, try to go to a meeting, try to uh, uh, meet some folks in the, uh, uh, in the PMI community. You won't be sorry.
1: Well, thank you all so much for being with us today. And, and I'll also uh, have everybody go out to thevpma.org to go out there and learn all of the services that we have available as well. Thank you to PMI for being a great partner with us. And thank you all three of you for joining today and telling your story. Of course, we don't exist if we don't have listeners. So thank you to all the listeners who join us for each of our episodes and then uh, download each of the podcast recordings that come out after the show is done. You can visit our site, projectmanagementofficehours.com to get a list of all of our upcoming shows. And of course, uh, please go out to VPMMA's website to sign up for the fall fundraiser. As a nonprofit organization, we rely on the contributions of others and those partnerships. So uh, please take a moment to get out, enjoy some fall weather on a run walk uh, or make a donate or become a sponsor. A reminder also that all of these shows are recorded, so be sure to subscribe to Project Management Office Hours Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, whatever your platform of choice may be. And, of course, thanks to our sponsor, the PMO Squad. You can learn more about all of their great services, including the purpose-driven PMO, by visiting thepmosquad.com. That's it for now. Office Hours are closed. Until next time. I'm PMO Joe, and you've been listening to Project Management Office Hours.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Project Management Office Hours with PMO Joe. You're not alone in your project management journey. We're here to help you achieve your goals. Subscribe to Project Management Office Hours on your favorite podcast platform to catch all of our episodes and hear industry leaders share their story and
2: secrets to success.